Welcome to Getting Real with Real Estate with Danielle Kempf and Jim Kemp, St. Louis's favorite father-daughter real estate team. Your source of real estate information in the greater St. Louis area. All right, so I have a joke for the day. You do? I do. Great. All right, what is it? Let's hear it. Okay. So the loan officer approved my plan to go ahead and buy a horse farm. Really? That's really. great news. He said you... it was a stable investment. <laughs> stable because of the horses. I get you. <laughs> you played that way too hard. <laughs> oh, that's funny stuff there. Is it? Yeah. Did you really find me funny? Would you give me candy out on Halloween if I said that? That's, that'd be a good Halloween joke. Yeah, sure. You'd appreciate it. Absolutely. I mean, nowadays kids don't, this is a total tangent, but, you know, they don't kids don't jokes. even tell jokes. Now. I know. I mean, goodness gracious. They just want candy and they're back leaving. When was, back when I was a kid, I had to tell a joke or you didn't get nothing. Same. We put our candy in a, a, a pillow sack. I think I actually had baskets. <laughs> anyway. All right, so that's what really. What does a horse farm have to do with today's topic? I, I don't know, but the, the uh, candy topic really has nothing to do with our today's topic. No. Do we but, just want to restart? Or so we... the horse farm has, uh, I don't know, what is it? Well, you said about financing. Yeah. Right? The, the, the banker approved your. My horse farm loan. Horse farm loan. So I guess we're talking about financing today. We are talking about financing. Yeah. Welcome to Financing 101. 101. Yep. This is just the kind of the uh, high level, mm-hmm. right? High level overview of kind of what you need to do, I guess, right? To, and the differences between the different loan, loan products. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's kind of important when you're buying a house. It's, I would say, the first step when <laughs> buying a house. <laughs> most most folks can't just, you know, reach in their pocket and... Uh, Right? Write a check. Write no. a check or pull out the cash for the house. Anyone so out there who can, let it. me know. Right. Give me a call. That'd be great, huh? Um, yeah, so uh, obviously we, we have to, uh, and, and we're not loan officers here, guys and gals, but, um, you know. Do we play them on TV? Uh, we could, I guess. But um, <laughs> we we, uh, we have to talk about, right, getting pre-approved, right? Getting pre-approved. And, and that's mm-hmm. really the first step. We can't really do our job until... Our clients um, have that conversation with a mortgage advisor yeah. and, and figure out, you know, how much they mm-hmm. can finance. Because it doesn't do us any good to, you know, I mean, I could show you a million-dollar house, but if you can't afford a million-dollar house, why, right? We're just wasting everyone's just time. Just wasting time. So, yeah. yeah. So we just have to know that you can borrow the money and then we can get on to the fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So so what's it take uh, to get a pre, you know, Danielle, what do you think? Like to get pre, pre, pre-qualified, pre-approved, those are the... The terms that you're going to hear, right? Yeah. Basically. So first, you're going to do probably a uniform loan application. Well, I guess even before that, you're just going to have a conversation yeah. with the lender. Yeah. And then you can get pre-qualified that way. Correct. Right, right. So that's just a quick probably conversation with a mortgage advisor, mm-hmm. right? You're going to talk about, you know, your assets, your debt, your income, that yeah. kind of stuff. But it's – and they may do like a soft pull on your credit. I, I think that's what they do. I don't don't, I don't hold know. me to that. But – um, you know, but it's just kind of a conversation, right? And based on what you tell them, they can say, hey. Right, Roughly, every- you're around. Yeah, if everything is as you said, you can finance up to X, Yep. right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of a pre-qualification. And then the next step after that is actually submitting a loan application to get your pre-approval letter. Yeah. And so some of the things that they're going to ask for on that Uniform loan application is going to be your name, your social security number, um, marital status, employment history, income from other sources. If you have maybe child support or 
a pension or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to ask for, like, your bank accounts, your assets, 401ks, any liabilities, credit loans, student loans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of all that information. Yeah, they're right. going to ask for all that information. And then from there, and they're going to do a harder pull. Yeah, they'll run credit, actually run credit. credit. Yep. And that's what they got to do to get you pre-approved. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's obviously, that's a better step, right? Yep. Pre-qualified's the kind of the low, if you will, right? Yeah, that's the, the lowest first, or first lowest, step. Yep. Pre-approval is a little next step up, mm-hmm. right? means that you've gone a little bit farther with that mortgage advisor. And, and they're then, pretty much guaranteeing the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More or less. It's depending on an appraisal and everything. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and, and then the next, the next, I guess, which a lot, I mean, some lenders do, some don't, but is to like pre-underwrite, right? Mm-hmm. To, to go through. In, in, in the market we're in now, you know, our buyers have to be ultra competitive, right? So what pre-underwriting is, is, is where they will take you essentially through the entire uh, loan approval process. So you'll verify all your, you know, submit all the documents that they need to verify your loan, make sure everything's good to go. The only thing then you're waiting on is which house you're going to buy yep. and getting it appraised, essentially. Correct. I mean, that's maybe a little bit simple, but it, that's... For the most part, that's all you're waiting on. Pretty much all you're waiting on, right? So you got to then find how... But what that helps you with from the buyer's perspective is your offer is going to look a little stronger. Agreed. Right? Than mm-hmm. just somebody who sends a pre-qualification in with their, yeah, right? With absolutely. their deal. So that can help you and be a little bit more competitive. Mm-hmm. Right? Agreed. And that's kind of what it's all about. In this market especially, yeah. being competitive is kind of key because you want the house. Because you want the house. Right? And there's a lot of other people who want the same house too. A lot of times. That's right. Absolutely. All right. So. Cool. So, so diving uh, on in. So do we want to talk about loan products next? Yeah, let's. Yeah, what are your kind of two options when you're, um, you know, when you're talking about uh, loan products. with your with your loan mortgage advisor? What do you got? Well, you have your fixed rate and your adjustable rate mortgage. Yeah, right. So pretty pretty simple, right? Fixed rate is just your it interest. Sounds rates. exactly as it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not rocket your science. Your rate here. is the same for the life of the loan. <laughs> you have the peace of mind that your monthly payment is always going to be the same. Yeah. Um, you can do the 15-year, 30-year, some yeah. do a 20-year. Oh, and I saw an article the other day. Yeah. Some lenders are offering a 40-year mortgage. You know, that has been, honestly, that's been around it's a been little around. bit. But it, I don't See, know. See, I don't think that's a good idea. Of, I think it's a horrible idea. Okay. I mean, it's almost, that's that. almost like, it's almost well, like. Well, you're paying a, that much more interest. You're paying 10 more years of interest on it. Well, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's almost like, a, that's almost interest only because you pay down yeah. so little principal. The, and who wants to pay a house for 40, 40 years? years? I don't even want to pay one for 30 Ooh. years. Yeah, I don't, anyway. I don't like that. But, and, and, and so the other, the other again, like Danielle mentioned, the adjustable rate mortgage, those are, you know, again, as they sound, the, the rate can adjust on you. Mm-hmm. So you may have a fixed term for, you know, it could be three years, could be five years. But yeah. then as rates improve or, or, or get change. worse, they change, either good or bad, your mortgage rate can change with it and adjust with that yeah and and so back in the day pre you know the recession back in 08 and 09 10 around then Mm -hmm. adjustable rate mortgages got people in a lot of trouble because you know interest rates when they start going up you you know pretty soon you might not be able to afford your house so if they go up too fast, right? And that hurt a lot of people. Yeah, so I can see that happening. I would just suggest well, especially to folks, like how last year rates jumped from two percent to or three percent to six percent. 
Yeah. You know, if you had an adjustable rate during that time, that yeah. could really so, hurt someone. Yeah. So anybody that's on an adjustable rate mortgage has probably seen that uh, seen happen already. And it, yeah, they're just going to, they're going to probably, well, it's hard to say my, you know, my crystal ball is no better than the next guy's, but yeah. probably going to keep going up, I would think. But um, maybe, maybe, may, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, we'll talk about I mean, that a little bit further. Right? Yeah, you got some information on that coming up. So, um, yeah, so that uh, that adjustable rate mortgage, but you know, depending on your you know your individual circumstance, can be a good idea because usually they start a little bit lower than the thirty years. Yeah. And maybe if your plan is, hey, I'm only going to live here. Maybe I'm going. Uh, you know, maybe I'm in a job that that I'm only going to be here for I two or three years. Often. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if I'm working here and and I know in two years or three years, I'm going to be relocated to my next position somewhere else. That can maybe save you some money for a while. And then that Because you're rates locked in matter. for maybe five years and you're only going to be there for two years or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, something so like that. You're so locked you, in. Yeah, so you take advantage time. of that shorter term. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, they can work for you. Again, that's just a discussion you want to have with your mortgage professional there and, and make sure and that... And your mortgage advisor should be asking you questions like, what are your goals for the next two, five years? So they can help better... Yeah, great point. Like, help guide you into which one. Because if you're telling them up front, I'm only going to be here for two years, you really don't need a 30-year loan. Not really. But anyway. I mean, wouldn't think. You wouldn't so. think, but anyway, that's a okay. conversation with your mortgage advisor. Yeah, but that's a really good point. And you know what? One of these days here, we're going to have uh, we'll have a mortgage advisor come on the show and yeah. we'll talk about financing 202 maybe or whatever, like you sure. said, have yeah. our, next, uh, our next session on that. And they can answer a lot more questions about that. So Absolutely. That'd be kind of cool. Okay. So, um, yeah, let's talk about then the, the loan types that you might be thinking about, right? Okay. As you're... As you're um, uh, looking, you know, for what fits your needs. Mm-hmm. So really kind of two different types, right? So okay. the first one is is the government-sponsored loans, right? Yeah. So those are things like FHA, VA, USDA. And essentially what those are is, is um, the government kind of guarantees those loans, right? Mm-hmm. So um, FHA, for example, you... Um, you know, you can buy your house with a, as little as three and a half percent down, right? Uh, and but you do pay a, a mortgage premium, mortgage insurance premium, that you have to pay on that loan, mm-hmm. which is uh, essentially insurance against you defaulting on your loan. Yeah. Right. That's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. And a VA. VA is for all the veterans out there. So thank you if you're listening. Yeah. Thank um, you for your service. But so you can use that on, you know, your single family homes, condos. You can even use it on multifamily homes for the like two to four unit mm-hmm. complexes. Yep. Um, there is no minimum score per the standards. However, most lenders lenders will use one to determine the interest rate for you. But you can put nothing down. You don't need yeah, anything to cool put down. Part. It's 100 percent um, backed, which is awesome. Yep. And, and you then, don't have to pay mortgage insurance. Exactly. Either, right? So that's cool. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great. That's product. a great option. Yeah, absolutely. And then USDA, like, not kinda, super common here in mm, St. Louis. No, not really. <laughs> just because we're city. Yeah, yeah. But if you get out, you know, out a little ways, in, you know, into some of the uh, more surrounding areas. surrounding counties that we, you know, Jefferson County, sometimes Franklin County, yeah. uh, you know, Warren County, out in some of the areas mm-hmm. that that we, it's kind of on the outskirts of where we service, but. USDA is is a, a good option there as well. So yeah. um, for that one, you also don't have to put anything down. Yeah, and and but you do pay. I think you do pay the mortgage insurance. You on, do pay an annual yep. mortgage insurance. So those it. are some good options for mm-hmm. you. 
Um, those are, again, things you'll talk about with your mortgage advisor. Conventional loans are um, another option that you might have, right? Would you say they're the most common? Which one would I you think, say is the most common in St. Louis, at least? Well, I, I'd say... Conventional. Uh, I'd say conventional. Yeah, I think. I mean, if you kind of think back to some of the listings we've sold recently, that's probably... We'll get more of those than, I mm-hmm. think, you know, I yeah. guess. But it, it just depends, really. There, there, there are some differences in the rates that, at least recently, there have been that make like FHA a little bit more cheaper. Cheap, yeah, a little cheaper than yeah. conventional. But yeah. those things change, guys. That's you know one thing too that I'm just going to mention on rates, and I guess we'll get there. But they change pretty rapidly. Oh yeah. I mean, we're I think we're going to talk a little more about that here in a minute, and I don't mean to jump around. But they but change. They can change daily. I was going to say they can change multiple times a day. Right, even. right. So um, that's really something to consider. I mean, a lot. Of, I think what happens a lot of people when they're talking to like a mortgage person, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll quote a rate. They'll say, hey, they're whatever, six and a half. And then they go look for a home and it's two weeks later or whatever. And then yeah. now all of a sudden it's, you know, 6.6 or 6.7. Or 6.7 yeah, or 6.75, whatever. And they, they they think they're getting taken, but they're really not. It's just that's a market fluctuation, yeah. you know, that you really can't control. No. And, you know, maybe that was a tangent as well, but bit. I just thought I would throw it out there. That's okay. But uh, anyway, Let's back to up the on conventional rate. Yeah, yeah. So, so those are really, you know, just loans where the lender backs the loan. There's mm-hmm. no... Uh, there's no government backing on those loans or whatever, right? So um, there's really two types of those. A lot of times they're a little bit more uh, stringent on credit yep. than, the, than, than the government-backed ones. But what, what ty- two types you got there, D? We have our conforming and non-conforming. Yeah, okay. So your conforming um, are ones that they can be sold on the secondary market. So to your um, Mr. Cooper and... Mm-hmm. What are some of the other mortgage well, servicers? Big, big places like U.S. Yeah. Bank Services and Wells Fargo Services yeah. loans, those kind of things. Big, big, big so, those, so conforming loans can get sold onto those secondary markets. Non-conforming yeah. cannot get sold on those markets. And non-conforming is where you have your jumbo um, and your bank statement loans. So your jumbo current. So currently, the jumbo limit is around seven hundred twenty-six thousand. So, yep, I believe that's correct. Yeah. And then bank statement loans are just. If you don't kind have of, kind of what they like, yeah, if you have if a regular you a cash, income, maybe I guess, yeah. Um, but not great credit or something like that. Um, well, like I think self-employed mm. can can be, you know, that can kind of help because they can just see how much money's coming in and out of your bank account. Yeah, right. So they can kind of tell how much money you're making. Um, you know, I I think um, you know gig workers maybe might qualify yeah. into that kind of category right like because, 1099 people yeah I, I think that would those are kind of more along the lines of the folks that would probably be using those okay. um but they they would you know not everybody has a w-2 no right i mean i guess you got to file taxes everybody does that supposed to anyway i was gonna say does everybody but, <laughs> but yeah does everybody i don't know <laughs> but um but yeah i mean those are just different different you know again different types and and again we're just doing a kind of an overview for everybody so um you know don't don't get us on the details exactly we're just trying to get you the idea of what your kind of what your options Mm -hmm. right can be so um yeah cool all right so that's that's good there um and then i'll say one little thing on the rates before we dive into that jim jim was saying rates are going to change all the time we have this fun little saying that's marry the house, date the rate. Yeah. That dream home might only go for sale once every 
eight years or whatever. It's, you don't know when it's going to be on sale next time. Yeah. Marry the house, date the rate. You can always refinance down the line when loans or when prices um, get cheaper. Things change. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point because it's hard to find the right perfect house. It is, yeah. I think we talked about that in some of our other shows. Recent but episodes, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when it, when the when the right one comes around and, and it's one of those eight or nine out of tens, right? yeah. you, you need take to jump it. on that, take it, and... Um, you know, you can deal with the interest rate sometimes, sometimes later. Mm -hmm. Right. And it might not be, it might not be next week. It might not be, you know, it's probably not, it might be a couple of years down the road, but you know, if, if the economy things shift a little bit and rates go back down, guys, I don't think they're going to go down to threes anymore. I mean, I don't see that coming. I don't see that. I don't think anybody does, but, um, you know, I, I just, I think now they're kind of more like what they historically have have been. been around mid sixes yeah yeah right so if you're watching this on youtube we have a graph pulled up if you're listening on podcast we'll just kind of explain it so the fred um the st louis fred um has a 30-year fixed rate mortgage average in the united states so it's just a graph and just be thankful we're not living in the 1983 because <laughs> interest rate prices were what would you say that is around like 18 percent yeah they 18%. were 18 percent so yeah. When we're talking about our 6% yeah. right now and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, it's not right. that 2% we saw anymore, just be glad it's not 18%. Yeah, that was like 1982-ish, I think. Yeah, 1982, like 83, right in the middle of there. I was in high school. I wasn't born yet. The Cardinals won the World Series in 1982, just FYI. Interest rates weren't that great. <laughs> I think it was 1982. I'm pretty sure. Oh, my yeah. gosh, we're tangenting. Yeah, we are, we are going on some <laughs> tangents. But, hey, if you're talking about the Cardinals winning the World Series, it doesn't matter. You can do that. That's okay. So. <laughs> But so then, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Well, I was just going to say, like, you know, we, we've been talking about affordability a little bit, right, on houses. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously with the rates as they increased last fall, last summer and fall, mm-hmm. right? Everybody knows they went up d- dramatically, yeah, right? Yeah, We all know almost. that. And, and really, October is kind of the peak month. And I think we'll probably have this slide up YouTube. too, right, on mm-hmm. our YouTube page. But basically, it's a, it, it talks about like average uh, mortgage payments, what they were. And October really was the peak at $2,043 uh, per month, right? So, and, and they actually have come down over November, December, and January. So they are, you know, rates have settled down a little bit. Yeah. Um, They've definitely settled. We're not. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call them low, but no. I mean, they are what they are. And, and I feel like they're pretty stable right now. It seems like it. I mean, to me, and again, I don't deal with them on a daily basis, exactly. but they all but seem like But from what we see. Yeah. I think so too. I think they've been pretty, uh, you know, overall pretty stable. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good that's thing. Good and then the they're projected again, some, some people from who we're listening to, um, some of them project them to get a little bit lower again, not down to that two percent, four percent, but maybe mid fives. Yeah, I mean that'd be nice. That'd be um, really cool again. Yeah, I mean we we looked at some information just today. Danielle did, and it shows you know again these are projections, right? So they can go any direction, yeah. but um, you know people are talking like in the fives in twenty twenty four, like Q Q one twenty four. Um, you know, they're projecting rates to be just a little bit over 5%. So yeah. that would be great, right, That'd if they awesome. get back to there. We, we'd love it. I know that. but I think um, buyers will love it. Yeah. But I it, think also buyers are getting comfortable with what rates are at this point. Yeah. I'm, we've been dealing again, or we've been seeing the average rates 
for a while now, for a few months. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. It's kind of stabilized. Yeah. And, and like you, like we mentioned earlier, they've kind of come down just a touch, but mm-hmm. it, like Danielle said, kind of more stable, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world, right, that yeah. affects interest rates. And oh, if yeah. some of that stuff, you know... Job reports, uh, banks closing in California. Yeah, Ukraine and, who, and OPEC. Everything. And there's so many things that go it's into... the butterfly effect. Yeah, everything affects everything. But long story, I guess, short is that, you know, it does sound like over the next year or so, mm-hmm. rates ought to continue to maybe drop a little bit, right? Yeah. Maybe as much as a point from where they're at now, maybe even a little more, which mm-hmm. is going to be great for our buyers. Yeah. It's going to be great for really anybody looking. Um and, and, and it just makes it more affordable for all the buyers out there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, absolutely. I, final graph, I'll, maybe final talking point. Um, we have this other graph pulled up, and it's mortgage payment to income ratio. Mm-hmm. And so typically people advise that your principal and interest payment should be about 25% of your income. And so like Jim was mentioning, when the rates peaked back in October – afford that um that ratio that mortgage payment to income ratio that was at 27.4 percent yeah it's getting nationally that that's pretty high but again now it's been dropping back down um as of we're in april right now april Mm -hmm. it's about 24 percent 23.8 percent so it's just under that 25 percent but i think with the interest rates when they jump back up they kind of the affordability of buying a home kind of went out the window for a little bit. And well, now when some, it's coming, well, for some, exactly, yeah. depending on the, for first time home buyers, I should say. Yeah. Cause I think prices, well, you know, the house prices, you know, they were going up, interest rates were still, going up. Yeah. We still have this whole situation of lack of supply, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to pay top, top dollar plus on some cases for houses, plus yeah. the interest rates now a little higher. So yeah, that made that affordability, Right, uh, yeah. th- th- that made it tougher. Agreed. Just so that's why I think your number there j- jumped over that twenty-seven percent. But that, like Daniel says, come back down a little bit, um, and I think it probably will continue to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if house prices are going to go back down, but they're not going down. I don't think. No. They're just going to kind of. The well, appreciation is going to lessen. Yeah, that's correct. So um, anyway, long story it's short, good news still, for buyers. Good news for buyers. I, think, it's still a great up. time to buy. Yeah, and and if um, you know if all this rate interest rate talking and stuff, um, it, it again it's very important to make sure you're you're talking with a good financial advisor mm-hmm. or mortgage advisor, right? Yep. Uh, to to get yourself ready to buy. So if you're thinking about it, or you know, I mean, even if it's a even if it's a wish list, right? In the next couple of years, I want to yeah. buy a house. Man, we'd love to just chat with you about what your plans are Absolutely. and how we can help you get ready. To, to make be in that the best plan. position yeah, for when you are ready. Perfect. Yeah, and make and make that plan a reality for you yeah. at, when your time's right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All righty. What do you think? I think that sounds good for today. All righty. Well, we'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to Getting Real with Real Estate with the Kemp team. Have questions about real estate or something you'd like to discuss? Contact the Kemp team at 314-336-1926 or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Kemp team. Don't want to miss any episodes? Follow us on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. The Kemp team, real, honest, real estate.